Welcome to a new episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit with your boy Brandon Jordan. Uh, we about to just get right into it real quick. I told y'all I was coming back to San Diego, Madhouse Comedy Club, July 8th through the 9th, two shows each night. Can't wait to see y'all. Um, but I got a I got a super special guest that I got to get right into, man. And so uh, I'm super excited about this because this is like one of the Detroit legends that I knew growing up. And uh, I, I, just just welcome to the podcast, man, John Sally. What's up? What's up, BJ? How you living, fam? Man, I'm doing good, man. I'm, especially after uh, going to go see Jurassic Park last night. It was that dope? Man, that movie was phenomenal. They made up for that last one because that last one was trash. Yeah, you know, they had to keep the lights on. <laughs> 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 yeah, but no, this one was real good though. And it, it, yeah, this one was real good. I, I really liked it. That's what's up. Is you uh is you went to the Jurassic Park series? Yeah, man. I uh from the first one. I'm not one of those guys that don't believe in dinosaurs. Uh, because I seen a bunch of things, but man, I I've had so many conversations on whether uh dinosaurs ever existed the names of them and how they know yeah, I mean I have tons of conversation but this this earth is amazing and what they've done with this franchise from the first one from the little egg on top of that cane mm -hmm. you know they put it together it was dope. My, my only question has always been is like okay I'm not saying I don't believe in dinosaurs but at the same time is that so when did dinosaurs roam the earth and when did Jesus Christ roam the earth? Well, did they, was it, was Jesus walking around petting T-Rexes? No, so, <laughs> so what happened, <laughs> what happened, Brandon, is um, the Christians, the certain Christians, the Catholics, uh, or the Greeks, it was Catholics, they decided to change the uh, calendar. And so when they changed the calendar, I think they changed it to 222 years since the Bible was in existence. Mm -hmm. So that's why we got this time. But, you know, we know that we've been on the planet longer. I learned uh, watching Dave Banner um, podcast about literally how long we've been here. And I know a lot of people, you know, sitting around and they have conversations about slavery. And when we started, that was a blip in man civilization, especially mm -hmm. black man civilization. Um, but from the looks of it, you know, we got huge um, animals and mammals on the planet right now. Uh, it was just amazing to me that when they found it, it seemed like they were, uh, I think when they found the first both, they decided, hey, this can be something. And I used to take my daughter to the Museum of Natural History, all that kind of stuff in uh -huh. New York. She would refer to it. It was something we connected on. But uh, just the whole thought process, the, uh, the way that they use advertising in all the Jurassic parks, look what they're yeah. doing with In-N-Out Burger. I mean, they, they, they're killing it, uh, making sure they get every dollar out of it, as you said, to make up for the last one. Mm -hmm. uh, what I wanted to really get into you uh, with you with is, so I'm a diabetic. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a diabetic. And so- One or two? One. And it was something that... Did you explain uh, that to your audience? That means you were born with uh, uh, with uh, this disease. That was, uh, 
It was something that when I got diagnosed, I got diagnosed wow. in 2014. And so when uh, when I got diagnosed in 2014 and I went to the hospital, they didn't do no deep dive. They just said, you're a type two diabetic and that's it. So when I got a little older and got my insurance together, I started going to get going to the doctor and they did more tests. They really they really looked in and said, nah, you're more of a of a type one because your body is not creating no insulin at all. Wow. And so, so with that, it's been it's been some struggles and ups and downs. But over the last two years, I've been way better with it than I have in the past. But going, but so getting you, you were just a moody, you a moody kid and a moody person. Yeah, I can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's just your blood sugar level. Yeah, yeah. And so, but you know, I did a documentary called "Simply Raw: Reversing Diabetes in 30 Days," and we had a young man on there that was the diabetic one. You know, it's kind of hard to reverse all the side effects, but we mm-hmm. he did have to take his units down, which helped um, tremendously. So look into that. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out because uh, one of my best friends, she's a vegan and she's loves she loves everything that you do. I'll tell you that. She's smart. <laughs> she loves every <laughs> she loves everything that you do, like. She can't wait to go to your. Uh, when I came home that night to see you uh, at the comedy show, she was. Yeah. Uh, she can't wait to go to Compton and check your spot out. Yeah, she'll like that. She'll like that spot. But uh, Health Five Four Six West Compton Boulevard. Just thought I gave myself that. The one I'm not like like this. I've been trying. I have tried some vegan stuff. It just it's so hard for me because I I guess because of growing up with the taste and the type of food that I've been eating, it's hard for me to get into that vegan that vegan taste. Because when I taste, it, I'll be honest with you, it, it don't be tasting that great for me. Um. So, part of another part of the situation you you have to deal with is the fact that we got to work on your sugar intake, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not the taste that you don't like. It's the fact that you want more sugar intake in when you eat things. Mm-hmm. That's something I, I always tell people. Uh, let's let's work on your Western diet mentality. And because I don't really, sometimes a lot of people haven't tasted food. They tasted um, ingredients of, uh, of sugar, of uh, rancid oils, of uh, not real, not real salt but salt residue so you haven't really tasted foods and when you when you get to this point of that's why i want you to check out simply raw when you let your body rid itself of all the parasites that it that has been using and and built upon you will be able to get down to the point where you your taste buds will work and when you go to planet health compton you'll have seasoning See, my whole thing was, <laughs> I don't have to put salt, but we got to season this, right? So I, I, I'm not using, I'm not going to use the company that all Black people use, Laurie's, but I have something very close to it that started by a Black couple called Cappy's, and okay. it gives you seasoning without the salt. So once you get food that is seasoned, you're cool. Trust me, I, I'm the same way. My father was diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that was part of my reason for even wanting to be involved in this documentary is I didn't want anybody to go through. Uh oh. Um, how do I do this? I didn't want anybody going through. Yeah. I didn't want anybody going through what I had to go through as a young man giving my father his insulin shots every every day. You know, I wanted to be a doctor. It was cool when he got me mad poking him by mistake, but I'm joking. But I didn't want I didn't want you know that's that's traumatic. So I was like, how do I stop this? So when I was 15, my father was diagnosed with diabetes. When I was 25, my father no longer had to take insulin. Wow. So I've been really working at this, I'm not saying I can I don't cure anything. Mm-hmm. You know, Brandon, I was with um I was with uh, the American Diabetes Association and uh, they fired me the first, I guess the first day I was on stage because I'm saying what I said right now. Right. And I said, I could, you know, we can cure. I use that word. I don't use that word now. I say, uh, I can literally reverse um, the effects of diabetes. You can affect or reverse the di- the effects of diabetes with what you put inside your body. Diabetic one, we haven't been able to look for it, but or or cure it because you know humans are different, mm-hmm. and most most of your insulin comes from your uh, liver. So one of the first things I would do when you tell me you didn't like the way things taste is one clean your liver, kidneys, gallbladder, spleen, and uh, your colon. And then let me see what your taste buds are saying. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out because uh, I'm definitely going to check the uh, documentary out because I watched, um, what was the one documentary I had just watched not too long ago? But it was based, I can't remember the name of it, but basically it was going into uh, showing like uh, going to the meat processing, uh, processed plants and showing how you know, they're killing, you know, how they uh, process the pigs and stuff like that. We're still with uh, diseases and everything. And oh, you watch Changes? What the Health. What the Health. Yep, that's the one I watched. Yeah, What the Health. Yeah, that 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 is. Um, my boy, uh, Badass Vegan, put out They Are Killing Us. Um, and think about all the foods in the hood, right? So mm-hmm. in the in, in the black community, let me stop calling it the hood. Mm-hmm. In the black community, you know, you got every fried food, you got bodegas with uh, food in it that the dollar store doesn't even sell. And when your whole life is built upon watching your your grandmother, your your mother, your auntie, your uncles, other people in the neighborhood who seem to be fit eating certain things and the barbecues and, and, and all of the barbecue joints and, and, and the, everything you can possibly see and go, that's good eating. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, that's not. Like, we're still eating slave food. Yeah. And people don't, well, no, it's a delicacy. It's black. No, mm-hmm. no. The only reason our ancestors ate that is they were forced to. Dr. Sabi said a lot of great things. One of the greatest things he said is when they brought the African to America, they didn't bring his food. And that's that's been our problem. We didn't have we didn't have our food the way we would eat. We were forced to eat scraps, forced to um, fight for it, forced to eat like uh, oppressors. 
mm-hmm. and that's not the way to go about it. Yeah, because um, no, but that's exactly what you're saying. Because I grew up on the east side of Detroit. East side. I grew up right by Persia High School, and so growing up, all we had was churches, and that was you know down the street or the Coney Island. You know, what I'm saying that's what we had. And then when my mother would cook, the the things that we thought was a healthy good meal was still horrible. You know, it'd be yeah. a, a fried pork chop with corn and box mashed potatoes and broccoli. We thinking we eating a healthy meal. No, that stuff is just as terrible if we was going to go to McDonald's almost. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> Minister Farrakhan would have slapped that out of your mother's hand. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but, me, but being from, from Detroit, I didn't grow up in like a, a big sports family. I didn't no. grow up, you know, I didn't grow up, my, my, my grandparents watched basketball, watched football and stuff, but they wasn't going to games. They wasn't having all type of things in their house. Uh, my father passed when I was seven, so it was just my mother, my older sister. So they wasn't into sports and stuff like that. So I got into sports heavy around like 96, 97. That's when I started getting into, that's when I started getting into to, to basketball, football when, when I was about 10. My uncle, I, mean, I, my uncle well, I was getting out of the D by then. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'm about to get to is that uh, my uncle growing up, he had a house in Palmer Park area. And my older cousin used to tell me, he said, uh, he used to tell me about you. He was like, no, John, uh, John Sally had one, uh, uh, got this big old house out here. <laughs> And that's and that's what that's what that was my introduction to you was was that was learning about the house, the legendary Detroit house. Yeah, that somebody bought it from Bishop uh, Jackson and uh, it was a 40,000 square foot house. It was called the the Cardinals Mansion uh, in the middle of Detroit. The people don't realize my house is the middle of Detroit City. Isn't that crazy? I, yeah, it's the middle of the city. So, like, if you ever want to say, I'm going right to the middle, you would have to come to my house, 1880 Wellesley. And some dude just bought it from uh, California. Mm-hmm. And uh, they redid it. It was hot, boy. 25 years old with 40,000 square feet. Man, those girls used to walk in the house and be like, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, from North Carolina. Yeah, man. Hey, yeah, no problem. What's happening, John? How you doing? Good to see you. Bro. Nice seeing you, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get it together. Right, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Stay alive. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I know you got you got things to do, man. Yeah. I got uh one more thing. I I got I really want want to uh, talk to you about because uh, yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about I want to talk to you about your podcast because you know. Oh, we we gonna talk we we'll talk about that, but I gotta get to this. Yeah, because this this is something that that that, that I gotta know. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the biggest Kobe fans in, that ever lived. Ah, uh, me too. One of the biggest. I got the shoes. I got the memorabilia. That's my dude right there, man. <laughs> I really shed a tear when 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 the news came out. Yeah, man. I want to know. I said- what was the last conversation that you had with Kobe? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I couldn't tell you that. That's I don't know how my brain works, but uh, okay. yeah. But I I I remember one time my financial advisor I had had him come to the game, and uh, he's a huge name, Dow Cohen. He's a huge, huge Laker fan. Mm -hmm. Even a bigger Kobe fan. And so we're up in the suite because they had me come from something. And I go, wow. I said, let's get down to the court. We're not going to be here, are we? And he was like, no, this, this, we got the suite. I said, come here, let me show you something. And next thing you know, I showed him how to get down to the court. And we get down and we're walking through the, this private little back spot where mm -hmm. you can go into the gym. And I heard something and I knew it was Kobe. I opened the door, I said, Kobe, just dial, dial, it's Kobe. He goes, nice meeting you. What's up, Sal? What's up? Rocket, got it. Walked away. And my boy, it was like 2004 or something. My boy was shaking in his, in his boots. He could not believe that he just met Kobe and that he was lifting weights before the game. I was like, oh, we do a lot of things. I mean, he was blown away that so nonchalantly, uh, mm -hmm. the, way I, the way I introduced him and how like cool Cole was. Uh, then I had him, I think, no, it had to be like 2005, 2006. Um, only reason I say that, I had him on the best damn sports show and everyone got to see his personality. You know, when you see his personality now, you see him as a 40 year old man, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like I was around Kobe at 20, you know, 20 to 25, you know, it was just a kid, man, and just happy and looking forward to like playing against the best. I got, I, I tell you one conversation I have with him though. Okay. I said, uh, I said, so you gonna be the next Michael Jordan? He said, nah, I'm gonna be the first Kobe Bryant. I go, that's a bar. Like I literally said, that's a bar. That's what you should write when you rhyming not realizing he what he us he made it the most truthful thing ever there's there's michael jordan and there's kobe bryant and for any kid out there that's wanting to be like their so-called idol remember to be yourself and use remnants of other people all right all right yeah i gotta get going man yeah uh and we're gonna i'll, I'll get back on for part two okay that's what's up all right, all right. and then um just and then we we could talk all you know all camera you know saying about yeah. what you want to talk to me about the podcast because uh, yeah. I'm welcome to hear listen to anything that you got to say. Yeah, I got you, fam. Got you. All yeah, right. we can make this hot. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, Sal. All right. Talk all to right, you later. What? All right, and that was uh, the first episode, man. I had with John Sally, man. It's going to be more more from the podcast and I will holler at y'all later. Oh, and don't forget, uh, like I said, San Diego, July 8th to the 9th. Also, I do have flappers coming up in Burbank, California. That's June 22nd. And then I also have the comedy store on July 7th. So hit your boy up. You know the Instagram, Brandon Jordan Comedy. Talk to you later.